Welcome to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show, an exploration of what is beyond logical and explainable that actually empowers each of us to be creating, living, and loving our lives. What if the life that actually works for you makes no sense, is totally unpredictable, and goes way outside the box of conventionality? Would you let yourself have it? Would you like to be creating your life for more of what is truly possible? Join your host, Keisha Clark, for this week's adventure in Living Beyond Linear. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I just can't help but giggle every time we start the show because I'm so excited. So, wow, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in this great, big, amazing, magical, sometimes confusing as hecko mighty world. <laughs> And uh, wherever you are, <laughs> welcome and hello, and I sometimes do things backwards, <laughs> if that's backwards, <laughs> um, to Living Beyond Linear, and we are here on the beautiful Inspired Choices Network, and you are listening to me, Keisha Clark, and I am, wow, I'm just, I'm giddy. It's Friday, and it's fabulous, and it's beautiful outside, and I am just kind of in that space of, um, wow, I'm amazed at how everything goes, how energy works. I, I know a lot about this, and yet I'm always amazed and fascinated and often um, actually kind of excited at the way it works, the way things come together, the way energy behaves, and um, wow. <laughs> so <laughs> if you've never joined this show before, I might have just thoroughly confused you, and if so, I apologize. And if you um, if you have joined this show before, um, I could still might have thoroughly confused you. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm an equal opportunity confuser. Um, but I am Keisha Clark, and I am your host here for Living Beyond Linear. And we play with all things uh, on Living Beyond Linear around stop asking your life to make sense. So that's what I'm going to challenge you to do for this next hour. And if we're trying to make sense, I find that usually we're we're going kind of in a direction that isn't going to really take us where we can actually find um, what works for us. Because oftentimes what we think makes sense is actually not what makes sense. And it doesn't really work the way sense can be made for us. So things can make a whole lot of sense. And I do look for that in my life. So I'm not telling you to just you know, pretend you're an idiot and go do silly things. Unless, of course, that blows your hair back. I'm inviting you on this show and on these conversations to actually suspend everything and anywhere that you are trying to figure something out in somebody else's format, in somebody else's formula. And those, of course, are fabulous tools for all of us, and sometimes it's fantastic to try them on for size. In fact, I do that a lot myself, and it brings me more awareness. So try it on for size, and my invitation to you is don't ask that to be your way. Let your way show itself to you. That's what we like to play with here on Living Beyond Linear. So I find that typically it goes beyond what we could explain or what makes sense to anyone else. And that's one of the big places we trip ourselves up. We try to make this make sense to other people. Our life may not make sense to anyone else ever. And how long are we going to wait for it to make sense? And in the meantime, we're not living our life, right? So what if you could be living the life that worked for you? <laughs> So in the process 
years of not living our lives, we do all these silly things. I know this because I, of course, have uh, done fantastic experiments with these projects and these topics. So I know what I tell you here, folks. (laughs) And there is always another choice we can make. There is always the room, the space, and the possibility for something else. And we are that, my friends. We are those possibilities. Sometimes and some days, we wouldn't know that if you just, you know, wrote it across our forehead and took us to a mirror. Other days, we know like we know like we know. And oftentimes, what I find, too, and I have also done this, raising my hand, we know we have our knowing, as I say with a capital K, (laughs) and we say no, N-O, to that. So that brings me to our topic today. Are you saying no, N-O, <laughs> to your knowing, your capital K-N-O-W-I-N-G? Now last week we talked about have you turned on your I-N-G and it was such a fascinating energy, lots of fascinating energies that were coming up in that show and I just got a different sense or really I guess a bit more clarity I could say that there is this huge resistance to the ING, to the living, to the loving, and to our knowing. And I love to play with ING, personally, because it's this, for me, it's this uh, movement. And um, the week before that, I was having a conversation about uh, for love and money. And I was playing with the word love and adding ING to that because I was sharing on that show that that's what I actually love to do. That works for me. And I often say, I am loving this. I am loving you. I am loving being here. I am loving getting to play with this, blah, blah, blah. Loving has that movement to it. It has that sense of motion and constancy. And it doesn't just sort of like um, put it in a pocket. Or, you know, it doesn't go into a goal, as we say. Um, so then this week, uh, the knowing thing started to pop for this week's conversation. So <clears throat> what I've made, <laughs> well, I've, I've made a hobby, I guess, for a large part of my life. I made a hobby. I, it's no longer my hobby um, of saying no to my knowing. So we have our cognitive knowing, and then there is this that I call our beyond cognitive knowing, and that's where I put the capital K on it. And you might have heard me ask the question, what do you know? And what I'm asking you is not, you know, an impromptu quiz (laughs) or anything like that. I'm actually asking you when I ask you, what do you know? I'm asking you to tap into your knowing not just what you know in your brain, not what you've learned, not what somebody else has told you, you should say, or not the way somebody else does it. I'm asking you what you know when you hear me ask you that question. However, if you're saying no to your knowing, it makes it a bit challenging to tap into what you know, right? (laughs) So so what does all that matter anyway? And, you know, it, it doesn't have to. And if you are desiring more, more self-esteem, more trust in you, a a different kind of relationship with yourself, more confidence. It actually does matter. We make what we know with a little k more significant so often than what we are knowing with a capital K, right? (laughs) So you might not even know you are saying no to your knowing, and I know that could shock you. (laughs) So 
Today, let's play with in beyond linear style. Um, the adventure of letting go of the no, the N-O, and have more of our knowing with the capital K. So, ah, everything that's brought up, everywhere, anything is bubbling and swirling and having like a not fun effect in your universe. Everywhere that having your knowing has been something that was threatening, uh, something that was dangerous, something that was not fun, something that brought ridicule, something that created obstacles, <clears throat> everything that got connected to you having your knowing and actually saying yes to it, wow, <laughs> what if it could be different for you now? What if today you could actually begin to say yes? What if you could just maybe just in the very beginning you could just begin to acknowledge that you actually have your knowing, that you actually have a knowing of how the universe works. So here's one of the things that really gets us kind of sideways with all of this cognitive knowing and beyond cognitive knowing, your little K, big K, all that, however you say it. It's we go to school, right? <laughs> So so we land on the planet, We, for most of us, we, we're having a pretty good time, and then we start going to school. Now, uh, this is not a show about the wrongness of school or education. What I'm pointing out is we go into a structured environment, and we are taught structured things to apply to these things that really we have no reference for, you know? Now, spelling is nice. I I don't have anything against spelling classes. <laughs> English is good, you know, taking your learn the history, learn grammar, learn all of that. Um history can be fun. Uh I personally would have preferred knowing less about all of the wars and the battles and having to remember those for tests and knowing more about like, you know, um who was having fun? Who was actually creating change through something fun, okay? Um that's just me. <laughs> So, but then I was a different kind of kid. Um, so the, the subjects we learn in school, they have value. And where we get really tripped up is we make it really significant that we remember these things and we put them into our cognitive knowing. So I often refer to that as cognitizing information. And it kind of tends to get in the way of all of the knowing that we have. And part of the way that we discover what we know, capital K, is we play, right? We play. We bring all of those things that are in what we call our imagination, and we just experiment. And then as we begin to get more into structure, as we begin to rely more on what someone else tells us to do, we tend to siphon off that imagination. We tend to reduce our play. We tend to we tend to put our cognitive know, knowing in front of our beyond cognitive knowing. And so then we start to kind of forget that we do know and that we actually have the capacity to get the information when we need it. Because we have this thing called awareness, right? And yes, you've heard me talk about much of this in previous conversations. So what I want to play with today is the saying no 
and what that actually creates, and, and what I'm aware of is that it actually creates quite a mess. And I see a lot of people um, creating a mess. And I'm one of those people. I have done it. I have done, like, on grand scale, <laughs> the mess created by saying no to your knowing. And it has been a, a really interesting journey to go from or move from the saying no and just kind of like being in the mess and the muck that that creates to actually beginning to trust myself to say yes. And that's what I want to talk about in our time together today. So many of us don't trust ourselves. When we are relying on something else, someone else, another person's protocol, another person's definition, another person's experience, we're not allowing what we know to come forth for us. We don't show up with our knowing just, you know, so that we can crochet. We show up with our knowing as a part of what we can tap into to be a magnificent creator, to actually have full awareness in this moment, in this time and space of all that we are. And that's kind of lofty for some. I get that, you know, when I say all that we are. And yet, we are made up of the particles of the universe. We are made up of the elements that make up this entire universe. And in order, oh no, there's no order. <laughs> the very fact that we are made up of the elements of the universe, our bodies are made of the elements of the universe, for me, as I have come to have the awareness of it, for me, what that lets me know and just basically it kind of like affirms for me and it reminds me, oh, I do have the ability to tap into any energy. And what do I know here? So are you willing to ask yourself the question, what do I know? What do I know here? And are you willing to be open to what comes up when you ask that question. A lot of people ask that question and then they go into trying to make a list of what they know. <laughs> so that question is not to take you into your brain. It's actually to take you beyond your brain, beyond your mind. And not because your mind is horrible, simply for the fact that there are things that exist beyond your mind beyond the part of your mind that you're accustomed to using. There is much more that exists. There is much more that you can tap into. There's much more of you, actually. And that's something I know with a capital K. <laughs> and I'm not asking you to do this the way I do it. This is something I love to play with. And, and this is one of those pivotal pieces for, um, well, that I've seen again and again and again, and it has been my own experience as well. As I'm making that that journey, that working through the process, going through the transformation, choosing change, okay, it, it comes down to more of am I willing to have my awareness and am I willing to know? Am I willing to know what I know? Am I willing to know that I know and acknowledge it? And then am I willing to tap into it and really let it work for me? And so many of us are not. And this is something I would like to be a part of changing in our world. 
in the worlds of those who desire for that to change for them too. So, wow. There is just like, oh my goodness. So many things come up when we talk about what we know. Part of what we learn is to make what we know, as I said earlier, cognitively really significant. And what if that never even had to matter? What if you could be brilliant and you could ace your SATs and you know a lot? You you could be a know-it-all. Hey, how much fun did you have being a know-it-all? And what if you're a know-it-all and you never have to say a word like, well, I know it all. <laughs> you should ask me. I know it all. <laughs> what if you could just know that you know it all, right? And what if that included the workings of the universe? What if that included how to create the life that works for you? What if that included what was really fun for you? What if that included what you really desire? Yeah? So are you willing to know? Are you willing to acknowledge what you know? Are you willing to acknowledge that you know? And that's one of the things I really love. Um, I I mention often, even though I didn't do it at the top of this show, (laughs) Um, one of the modalities I play with is access consciousness. And I love their, um, one of their, oh, I guess you could call it a tagline. Um, It is empowering people to know that they know. Empowering people to know that they know. I love that. And golly, I, I, I just wonder if more of us were willing to know that we know, if more of us were willing to acknowledge our awareness and be present with it and allow ourselves to play with that and take off the borders, take off the parameters, take off the, the oh gosh, the categorization, take off the protocols and the rules. Just remove them for a little while and give yourself much more space to play with what you know. And just see what it is, because that's really what so many people aren't willing to do. The, 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 as I'm watching, you know, things going on in the world, they're not willing to play with that possibility that they actually do know. We so go into defaulting that someone else knows more than we do, because you know we don't have a college degree, or we don't have a high school diploma, or we didn't go to the right high school or the right college or we didn't study this program or we don't have so-and-so's modality or we didn't get certified by this particular um, organization. Who cares? That's my question to you. Who freaking cares, people? Right? Where have you made that the measure of what is possible for you? Ow. (laughs) That's just like, oh my God. So, Stop asking it to make sense, my beautiful friends. Oh, my goodness. Would you, for this next, oh, my gosh, what, 40, 35 minutes-ish, 35-ish minutes, would you be willing to stop comparing yourself? Would you be willing to stop making anyone and anything else the measure of you? Please. I mean, you don't have to. Free free choice. And I wonder what would begin to bubble up if you did. And I don't, I don't ask you this. Well, that doesn't even need to be said. Okay. So what I'm inviting you to do, my friends, uh, we're going to take our first break here. And what I invite you to do is just play with the question, am I willing to know that I know? 
And what if what I know could actually bring me more of me? And if that's too, like, Twilight Zone outer spacey, just play with whatever question lands for you. And I am curious. Are you willing to know? Are you willing to stop saying no? And what would that take? So maybe that's a good question. What would it be like if I wasn't saying no to my knowing? What would it be like? And what would it take? Hmm. There's some interesting things going. Okay, cool. <laughs> you are listening to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show with myself, Keisha Clark. Wow, I'm super grateful for you. I'm super grateful for your willingness to play. And and you know what? It oh golly, I just I adore you guys. Thank you so much. So we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be back here on Inspired Choices Network and we're gonna talk about more of what do you know? <laughs> Thanks, folks. What would it be like to function from the entirety of your existence? What if you included all of you in the creation of your life, the strange, the wonderful, and everything in between, with no expectation that it makes any sense? Keisha Clark invites you to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show, an exploration of what is beyond logical and explainable that actually empowers each of us to be creating, living, and loving our lives. Join in the adventures every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question. Always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. Beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? Beingyouclass.com You are listening to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show with Keisha Clark. Would you like to bring your question on the show today? Call us in the U.S. 815-880-8255 in Canada at 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email your questions to Keisha at livingbeyondlinear.com. Now back to our show. <laughs> Welcome back forward sideways to the next segment. <laughs> Living Beyond Linear Radio here on Inspired Choices Network. I'm Keisha Clark. And wow, over the break, I was just kind of playing with like what's moving, what's flowing, what's not (laughs) moving. (laughs) Um, This is just so fascinating to me. Um, So what what did you become aware of with your questions, folks? Um, What popped for you? Did something pop in? Um, I had this... um, this sort of scenario of uh, 
when you when you meet people who um there's a, there's a great value on validation for them and um and that uh, there's many of us who like being validated it's nothing wrong with that it's it's just there are some folks who kind of um it's just it's like this it can kind of be annoying right you know you might ask them a question and they answer your question and then they want to demonstrate to you how much they know right so they go on and they go on and they go on. And it's really not even pertinent any longer <laughs> to what you ask, you know. <laughs> um, and and that's something that it's, – it's one of the ways that we kind of get into the twisted version of knowing. And have you done that anywhere? I used to do that, you know. I wanted people to know how much I knew. and And it's not like I – I can't say that I really went into the extreme, yet um, when I was a kid, um, it mattered to me what people thought about me, and I thought that demonstrating what I knew was one of the ways to get recognition, to get the approval, to get the validation, to show people that I was okay, you know, that it, you didn't have to be afraid of me, right? <laughs> How often does that work? <laughs> really? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, that's probably a topic for another show. <laughs> so in my experience, it seldom really creates anything other than awkwardness. You know, um, it it was usually awkward because there was this point that I was perceiving the energy would shift and it would kind of go flat, but I wasn't paying attention to that. Now, in part, because really I hadn't been educated. I hadn't been taught that kind of uh awareness. I hadn't been taught what to do with my awareness. So I just would blow through some of the lines and, you know, do my ridiculous thing. And I was probably really annoying to some people. <laughs> so how many of us um, grew up, uh, developed the habit or picked up the habit of trying to demonstrate what we cognitively know as the mark of our our worth? as, you know, where we got our value from. That's a pretty popular game. And if you've done that, would you like to change that now? If that's what you learned, would you be willing to acknowledge that there is something different you can choose? And that while you have what you know cognitively, and it can work very well for you, what if allowing yourself to begin to say yes to your knowing actually allowed you to use your cognitive knowing in a really different way. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Like we learn all these great things, right? We learn these amazing tools. We learn these incredible pieces of information. We learn, you know, historical um, lovely facts and figures and things. And And what if when we added our knowing, our beyond cognitive knowing to the mix, it actually allowed us to have more possibilities. So so I'm not asking you to forego your cognitive knowing, just in case you were wondering, because this is not about putting aside your intelligence or your intellect. This is more about adding your knowing into everything. This is a, about letting what you cognitively know be complementary to what your knowing is. Because there's all kinds of jobs we have possibilities to play with in this world. There's all kinds of roles we can play. 
And how much more could you have, um, well, how much could you have maybe a little bit of fun and possibly a lot more fun if you allowed yourself to use these things to work for you? Now, one of the things that I do, because it just happens naturally in my life, (laughs) in my world, (laughs) is I am an energy linguist. I speak to all kinds of energies, and there are a number of people uh, playing with my show today who are also energy linguists in their own way. And I used to, I used, I never saw that as like a bad thing, you know, or something that I didn't want. It was just, it got in the way. It always created awkwardness for me. And usually the awkwardness would show up in me saying something that was blatantly, obviously the elephant in the room, but nobody wanted to vocalize it, right? Nobody wanted to say it out loud. But because for me, there was so much going on and so much intensity, it usually would come out whether I wanted it to come out of my mouth or not. (laughs) And then it created huge awkwardness, right? (laughs) And it, it was not fun. It was just not fun. Oh, my gosh. I think probably my most mortifying moment I'm standing on a stage, and I don't know if I've shared this story before or not, but I'll share it again if I have. <sighs> I'm standing on a stage. I think I was in somewhere near New York, a tough audience, right? Tough can be some tough crowds. And I'm standing on a stage with a, a woman, and we're presenting a workshop. This workshop is to <laughs> daycare providers for their continuing education hours, right? <laughs> Woo! And she's talking, she's she's leading the conversation at this point, and I'm kind of standing a few feet away and a little bit sort of back from her so she can have her moment. You know, she's doing talking. She was the owner of the company, by the way, and I was in training. <laughs> Speaker for this company. And she's telling a story, and, you know, she's basically her story is about, you know, the stress that can build up during the day, right? And so at the end of the day, it can just be, you know, really you feel spent and la, la, la. And I'm standing there. Now, there's like 200 people in this room. You know, we're in like a banquet hall in in one of the hotels. And there could have been a little bit over 200 people. And I'm, this is before I had my awareness of knowing what I know. (laughs) And so what I know now is that part of what was going on is I am in this incredibly confusing and intense mix of people's energies. Okay, and I'm picking up on all kinds of things that they're thinking and feeling. And as this woman is talking, she's talking about the stress that incurs because of all of the things that go on with children at daycares, you know, from teachers and the daycare providers knowing about what's going on at home for some of these kids, about them having frustration with others of the kids or, you know, all of the things. Okay, so all of these intensities are building. And I meant to make a joke (laughs) about having (laughs) basically something like, you know, having a bottle of whiskey in your desk drawer. I meant to make a joke about it, okay? And a little bit of my Brit personality kind of came through, and I did not use American language (laughs) to to refer to what I was talking about. So what came out of my mouth was very different from what I was intending to say. And what came out was some version of when you just want to get pissed at the end of the day. (laughs) It did not go over well. (laughs) So, So what I knew, I was 
not paying attention to. I wasn't choosing to be with my knowing in that moment. I was just being like this off-gas valve, right? (laughs) (laughs) It's funny now. It was mortifying at that moment because the energy in the room immediately got so thick and so heavy. It was so awkward. And if I could have just melted and like rolled off the stage in a little puddle of goo, I would have done it. But I couldn't do it. <laughs> I didn't have my superpowers engaged at that point. So, oh my gosh, it, w- it was mortifying. It was mortifying. Now, if I had had that, um, if I had had the tools that I have now, <laughs> and if I had been tapped into my awareness, an example of using that to my advantage might have been, uh, and and definitely would have given me, <laughs> a way to present that with more of me being present so that I wasn't just like spitting out <laughs> information <laughs> that, that was, there was some truth to it, but nobody wanted to talk about that, right? So that's an example of saying no to your knowing. And, and so many of us, we, we learn to say that as the default. It's like that's our default setting with our knowing. We're saying no to it. So what would it be like to say yes to our knowing? So firstly, acknowledge there just might be a possibility that you know way beyond cognitive knowing. You actually do have a knowing. You have your knowing with the capital K. It's yours. It's how you experience the universe. It's what you bring with you. It's all that you are. And it's never separate from you unless you're telling it no. But even when you're telling it no, it's not separate. It's just having to sit in the back seat because you're not saying yes. Now, backseat drivers are how annoying, friends? <laughs> right? <laughs> so <laughs> who wants a backseat driver? So are you turning your knowing into a backseat driver? What if, what if, Ah, you could acknowledge your knowing. What if you could actually allow it to work for you? So where are you saying no and it's creating these messes? Because that's part of what that creates when we're saying no. It creates a mess. Because usually what happens is we're saying no to our knowing and then we're walking into situations, we're walking into projects, we're walking into circumstances that we've already had the hit or the awareness I could say is something is needing to be addressed or it simply that is not really going to be fun for you you've had that hit right but you said no you edited the memo or you sent the memo back (laughs) altogether right so if you've done that if you are doing that firstly please 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 you know, just because I'm asking you, if for no other reason, would you not make yourself wrong for that, okay? Because that's a whole other layer of the saying no to our knowing. And then that's one of the ways that we sort of cement or solidify that, well, okay, I, I'm stupid and I shouldn't do that and blah, blah, blah. So throw all that out the window, would you? At least, you know, for the remainder of this conversation. You can pick it back up again anytime. You can totally do that. Free choice. However... If you've been doing that, the point of this is not to to look at where you've been doing it and focus on that. The point of doing of, of asking the questions I'm asking you today is really about tapping into, okay, oh, look at how many places I might be doing that. Oh my gosh. 
wow, I, I don't find that enjoyable. I'm ready to do something different. And here's the, here's the cool part, guys. You don't have to know how to do it different. You could just begin to play with, wow, I wonder what I could do different here. I wonder is a great tool. I wonder. I wonder what it would be like to say yes to my knowing. What could that create? And part of where I am really inspired to to present this from is I look at what this creates in our bodies. And it creates quite a mess. You know, when we're denying, avoiding, resisting um, our yeses <laughs> and resisting our knowing, the, our bodies have to do a lot of work to, to hold on to those energies, to make those energies literally turn into matter, physical matter. And so often it turns into fatigue of different kinds and in varying degrees. And so we might carry that as, you know, uncomfortableness in whatever way we carry it, whether that's um, we bang our knee, we stub our toe, we hit our head, we whack our elbow, you know, or something even, you know, it can turn into something a little more intense. We grow tumors, benign or malignant. You know, this is part of what gets created with our body when we're not willing to honor us. That's kind of what this comes to, really, for me. It's like we learn to dishonor us in so many ways. And part of that is that we say no to our knowing. That's like the biggest thing to me. The, this whole notion that we are separate and somehow we require somebody else telling us what to do. And what if we aren't? And what if we don't? Are you willing to know that? That's what's different for me now from five years ago. I knew it intellectually five years ago. I had a cognitive, intellectualized awareness, or I was intellectualizing my awareness maybe, that, you know, okay, I knew that we didn't have to do what other people, we didn't have to do it the way other people do it. We didn't have to go by their methods. But what I didn't have that in five years ago, in five, as of five years ago, what I didn't have at that point, <laughs> let me just say that, <laughs> was the willingness to own that I actually did know what was appropriate for me and what I truly desired. I had that somewhere in my universe. But at that point in time, five years ago, I was not willing to acknowledge it. And that's the difference now is I'm willing to acknowledge it and I do know. We are not separate. And we do have our awareness. We do have the capacity and the capability to tap into everything. And that's part of what I'm living right now. And I desire so immensely for more people to know the freedom of this. And I will tell you, this freedom does not always look like what we typically define freedom as. This freedom doesn't have qualifications or quantification to it, but this freedom is amazing given that I'm functioning from what I know. Now, here's the next place we trip ourselves up. Well, if I know it, why did I do something stupid? Well, that's a really interesting question. 
<laughs> or is it even a question? Huh. <laughs> Maybe that's where we'll pick up when we come back. If you're making yourself, um, huh, if you're calling yourself names <laughs> because you have an expectation of what you're knowing should actually look like for you. Mm-hmm. No, I've never done that either. So, you know, I'll, I'll just, we'll just brush by that when we come back. So. <laughs> I am saying that sarcastically, friends, if you hadn't figured that out. You're listening to Living Beyond Linear Radio with me, Keisha Clark. Oh, my gosh. We're talking about <laughs> are you saying no and O to your capital K, knowing. And um, I wonder hmm, what else we might discover that we know. <laughs> and we'll be back here on Inspired Choices Network in just a few minutes. Thanks, folks. <laughs> What would it be like to function from the entirety of your existence? What if you included all of you in the creation of your life, the strange, the wonderful, and everything in between, with no expectation that it makes any sense? Keisha Clark invites you to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show, an exploration of what is beyond logical and explainable that actually empowers each of us to be creating, living, and loving our lives. Join in the adventures every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What if you really do change molecules by your interaction with them? What if the change you've been looking for is right before your eyes? What if the uncomfortableness that comes with difference could be fun? What if the closed-minded people of the world no longer determined our world? What if gratitude trumps judgment every time? What if your kindness healed the world? What if the earth is asking for your help? And what if you had the resources to give it? This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Picasso, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Aristotle all knew to be true. Hi, my name is Dane here. Thirteen years ago I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. What if there are no dumb questions? or any question too large. What if you being you are the gift and the change this world requires? Is now the time? For more questions to create a change in your world, sign up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. My gift to you, beingyouclass.com. You are listening to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show with Keisha Clark. Would you like to bring your question on the show today? Call us in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada at 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email your questions to Keisha at livingbeyondlinear.com. Now back to our show. <laughs> Welcome to the last segment of today's conversation on Living Beyond Linear where we are talking about are you saying no, N-O, to your capital K, knowing. Wow. Oh my goodness, this is another intense conversation. There's, it just brings up so much when we ask each other, when we ask people to begin to acknowledge themselves. Um, wow, it is amazing how much stuff that brings up. And I find this fascinating because, you know, I, I do this <laughs> as well. Um, it, it can be so easy for us or we can have much more ease acknowledging others, right? You know, we can see the beauty and the intelligence and the magnificence and the magic of other people, everybody else. And then we look at ourselves in the mirror and we're kind of like, oh, I got nothing. Hmm. 
But do we really have nothing? Is that really true? Is that really true, my friends? (laughs) I would venture to say it is not. Yeah. And what if that's really what this comes down to? Acknowledging us requires that we change the way we go through our life. Acknowledging ourselves actually requires something different. Now, that doesn't mean you have to deliver it. And I find what it also means is that beginning to acknowledge me and then choosing to keep saying no to my knowing creates a bigger mess, a much more intense mess, much more uncomfortableness, much greater awkwardness, and it's just not fun for me. And I I got to have more fun than that. <laughs> and I'm finally willing to own that part of me, that it's got to be fun. If it's not fun, I'm not interested. And I was making my life so not fun. And now, now I'm beginning to be able to have more time in the fun and the joy and the wow and the wonder. And I still have moments (laughs) that I have not paid attention (laughs) to my knowing. So it's easy to go to that space of, well, yeah, if I have my knowing, I should be able to. Or if I have my knowing, then why did I do that stupid thing? Well, first of all, You might look at your question, (laughs) should be able to, could be an expectation, could be a projection, could be maybe something that's unreasonable and doesn't really apply in the first place, (laughs) could be a conclusion, okay? And why did I do something stupid? Well, that might be another judgment, that might be a little critical, and yes, we do make ourselves stupid. So here's, here's something for you, okay? Where is the place or where are the places that you find yourself doing quote-unquote stupid things? And I'm going to ask you this. What if you shifted a question to where am I making myself stupid? What parts of my life am I making myself stupid? And stupid is not about that you don't know anything. Stupid is about you're choosing, consciously or unconsciously, because I've done both, (laughs) you're choosing to not have your knowing. You're choosing to block your knowing. Because basically what that means is that you're choosing to leave a large part of you out of the equation of your life or out of the equation of your relationship or out of the equation of your job or out of the equation of that project, whatever that is. You're choosing to leave a large part of you outside of that And that's where we go crazy. That's where we get into the insanity of this. And we don't have to. Here's what I know. This whole thing is really, really subtle. It doesn't necessarily show up with horns blazing. It can. And it usually shows up really super subtle. So this Ah, this muscle, this capacity of yours with your knowing, it simply requires or invites you to begin to pay attention to the moments. There's always a moment that your knowing speaks to you. 
that your knowing gets your attention. Now, this is, this is called many different things in many different modalities. So in Abraham speak, we might call it your inner being. In um, Carolyn Mace uh, and other forms of, of work, you know, we call it your soul is talking to you. All, all of the pieces. So what I'm doing is I'm acknowledging all of those names, all of those terms, okay? I'm calling that your knowing. Everything that is you that you separate into pieces and wherever you create ways to Keep yourself from that. You're saying no to your knowing. Okay, so I'm not really, my focus is not really what we're going to call it. I'm simply calling it your knowing with a capital K. Because all of those parts are still you. For me, that's how I work, okay? So, so anywhere you are leaving parts of you outside of the equation, the question, the possibility, that's where we're going to create some challenges for ourselves. Not because we're stupid. Maybe just because we choose for those moments to not have what we know be a part of the process. So question. Get to question. Notice what you notice. What are those moments? And there's usually certain subjects that those moments are showing up that you'll, you'll become aware of, like with certain aspects of your life. It, for a lot of us, it might be with dating or with relationship. For others of us, it could be money. Um, for others of us, it could be when it comes to children. For others of us, it could be when it comes to animals. For others of us, it could be when it comes to addiction. You know, there's always cer- there's certain things that you have that are kind of like those soft spots, all right? So you're going to start to notice if you want to play with it. You'll start to notice. You have a moment where you get the information and we very quickly swipe it, <laughs> kind of like on Tinder. We swipe it to the, the whichever direction it is that means no. <laughs> okay, so what if you could just as quickly grab onto that energetically and have that awareness? What if that is actually something you can do to retrain the muscle to retrain the protocol, your energetic protocol. Oh, that's that's me. That's oh wait, that I know that because I know I know how this energy runs for me. So and that's part of what I'm still doing is I'm learning those little really finer than a frog hair kind of <laughs> whispers that show up, and I'm like, oh wait, I know the frequency. I know that vibration. I know what it feels like. That's my knowing. And from in that moment, I'm also beginning to acknowledge. And what I know is if I deny that or if I try to edit that or if I try to circumvent that, I am going to screw myself. So would you be willing to start playing with it? Start playing with those moments and acknowledge them. It does not mean you have to do anything with it. It simply gives you more of you to begin to play with. And then you will begin to make different choices. And when you add questions to the mix, oh my goodness, your whole world could just like split wide open and, you know, be really fabulous. It might be pretty intense and most likely will be. I'll give you that. Because <laughs> it, it kind of is. And it's nothing that you are incapable of moving through. There is nothing that you are incapable of moving through. I'm just going to offer that to you to play with. 
So ask. Ask all of the energies. Ask your life. Ask the universe. Universe, show me. Ask your body. Ask your house. Ask your car. Ask your business. Start asking questions. And then just play with what you notice. What do you notice? What do you notice? What are you aware of? You, my friends, are aware than just of way more than what you can even imagine. Way more than you can cognitively know. You are aware of it. Okay? And when you have the moments that you, you know, goof, that <laughs> it doesn't quite go like you might have wanted to conclude it should go, give yourself a break. Just take a breath. And I know it. some of those moments, they suck bad. I mean, they're like life-crushing, bone-crushing moments. I Yes, yes, they are. And that does not mean that you don't have your knowing. That does not mean that you were wrong, even in those moments. And I'm going to add one more element. Would you choose to be grateful or would you be willing to be grateful for you even in those moments? That's a large part of us having our knowing. Wow, we've barely scratched the surface. Holy moly, my friends, you're fantastically, amazingly awesome. And just what I would like for you to take away with for this is just know that you know. And even at the very beginning, could you be willing to allow the possibility of that? And play with that. And notice what you know us. Notice. And ask questions. And coming up on next week's show, what we're going to be talking about, at least that's what's on the docket at this point, is what if you just ask for a question? What if you just ask for a question? I know, puppy dog heads, I love it. In the meantime, my friends, I'm going to leave you right there hanging on that cliff because I adore you and I know that you know way more than you've acknowledged that you know. So what do you know? Mm-hmm. In the meantime, come play with me on Facebook. Living Beyond Linear is the page. And um, I have some fun stuff going on. You can always request private sessions with me. You can message me through Facebook. And I got some really cool stuff on the docket, folks. I'm so super freaking excited. I just can't even stand it. And I can't tell you about it quite yet. So stay tuned. I adore you. Would you be willing to begin to say yes to your knowing? Know that you know and let it work for you. I am loving you, my friends. Thank I'll you see you next week. Thank you for listening today to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show with Keisha Clark. Connect with Keisha on Facebook at Living Beyond Linear for more offerings and events to play with. And you always have a standing invitation to join Keisha each week, Fridays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com for more adventures in Living Beyond.